0: In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation,
1: disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a Conspiracy Indoctrination Program. Co In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Coindoc Pro, Episode Fifty Seven. Totally sounded like you said "fuck him back" instead of
0: "welcome back."
1: Fuck him back, everybody! Welcome back. <laughs> no, I said welcome back, everybody. Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Coindoc Pro. Special shout out to. Butthole Bill. Butthole Bill? Our BFF listener that always corrects us with her educated ass way of telling us that we pronounce things wrong, such as nuclear. 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 N-U-C-L-E-A-R. But I've got news for her. It's not La Jolla. It's La (laughs) Jolla. And L Cajun. Not L Cajun. It's a J. It, just like my name. Jake. L Ake. Ake. The J is silent, yeah. <laughs> That's A-C just a news flash. I just, just had to get that out there, news flash. Lajola. Episode fifty-seven, folks. We're back. <whistles> we were gone last week. I had a death in the family, so pardon my hour. Condolences. Yes, yes, thank you. Pardon my. You and the uh, fam. Thank you. Pardon my. Um, what? What do you call it? My absenteeism. So.
0: Ain't holding it against you, dog.
1: Appreciate that. Speaking of which. Oh, I guess it's clicking time. This one's for my stepmom. Oh, Dude. It. Spill. It shot. Get you a bib, motherfucker. No, it just it blasted out of the top of this decan. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that means. Anyway. We're back. We're live. Studio G. Pre-Recorded. <laughs> Thursday night, October fifth, the day after ten four. You MAGA-loving idiots were so wrong. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> oh, man. You guys were wrong. Six months. Bro. Wrong.
0: <laughs> COVID was six months, right? When they did the two testing. weeks, Two weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks to slow the spread. When they went to the conference. And then they said a pandemic. This is what to do in a pandemic. And it was like six months later. <laughs> they got to have enough time for it to die down about this uh okay alex jones
1: (laughs) (laughs) you actually looked just like him when you did that my face felt like like super red yeah super red big old eyes (laughs)
0: I just needed like at you're about on WWF hundred pounds.
1: <laughs> the Brooks
2: are gay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was so damn funny, dude. <laughs> oh, the need for a video podcast, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> but anyway, you idiots. Since ten five. nothing happened on ten four. I can't believe you nom deniers thought something was going to happen. Oh. I was convinced it wasn't.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't take the day off and hide out in, in my crawl space. All right? I didn't buy a bunch of extra food and water for no reason. I didn't do none of that. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I didn't have a periscope. Stick it out. Under the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wasn't breathing through a straw <laughs> under the ground. <laughs> Before sir, it's gonna happen anytime soon. Get it, get, 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 <laughs> get, get <laughs> Cover your head. <laughs> yeah, um, but at twelve twenty, it went off it was on both two my throats it was, it was two minutes early. 12.18. Yep.
0: and when I sent you guys that text, it went off immediately, because I was going to send it to you guys a couple minutes early, and then I looked up after it went off and said, oh, and it was two minutes early from the 12.20 that they, or whatever time they said for the East Coast or whatever.
1: Yeah, 2.18 on the East Coast. <clears throat> So, no big deal, that doesn't equal eleven or anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Am I wrong? Market eight, dude. Am Mark I wrong? Market eight, dude. Eight one two. <laughs> I, I'm not. Anyway. So uh yeah. We're back. The world didn't end like all those nom denying MAGA lovers thought that it was going to. Um, Everything's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. 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 (laughs) Uh, Before we get into the Naw Dog News Hour, I got (laughs) to say, I went over to the Maverick over by Steamrollers Place today after work. Ridiculous how busy that thing is, dude probably that other one's closed what in the hell every single parking space in front of that store was full and it's not like that's like it's not like a old circle k or a 7 with like four spaces it's got like 30 spaces yeah i counted 19 vehicles parked out front i was like what the hell is going on
0: What is was that I think it's the day after of... the end of the world specials. Yeah, probably. I think Come it's...
1: get all the beer that we bought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably returning it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I bet it's because that one's closed. It's
1: still closed, isn't it? The one by our house is closed.
0: Yeah. Still I was coming
1: back from work from south end of town and stopped in there to grab a cup of coffee and uh, pulled in. I was like, can't even find a parking. I'm going to have to park in front of a gas pump and I don't even need gas. Like, it was one of those yeah, it's days. It's fine. Don't worry about but it. But anyway, I was just like, <clears throat> I wanted to get Steamroller on the horn and be like, dude, what is going on here with it's your on, dog. maverick dog? Uh, anyway. <clears throat> so, we're back. I guess we should get into it. The Dog News Hour. Dog News Hour. Brought to you by our choice beverage of the show liquid death we're still waiting for that uh sponsorship to come through ring-a-ding-ding
2: come on man
1: maybe one day liquid death we're all wearing hats we got the merch we got the lines are open signs on the (laughs) official sign official signs man I mean signs everywhere signs she kidnapped herself man (laughs) blocking up the scenery (laughs) um we're just waiting dude we're waiting for that official sponsorship man they're putting out a bunch of cool stuff like halloween costumes i mean we could dig on it yeah. i don't want to pay a hundred dollars for that send it to me for free <laughs> i'll wear it what, what, what was it uh,
0: uh
1: it's a liquid death can
0: with like arms though no something. you
1: put your own arms in well didn't you send two of them oh the other one is the uh um, axe murderer or axe something? murderer front uh, yard inflatable thing Oh
0: okay that's what it was okay <clears
1: <clears <throat> And that thing's <throat> pretty cool I'd yeah. take that for free too <laughs> it's, it's, We'll put it right here we'll just
0: and we'll leave the fan on during it so you hear yeah. this blowing noise basically,
1: basically if <laughs> if they want to come through we'll do a we'll do a video podcast and it'll just be the so studio G will just be slobbed out with liquid <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: liquid <laughs> Slobbed out. <laughs> I got it. It'll be decked out with uh, liquid death stuff everywhere. Slobby mix Yeah. We'll even get liquid death tattoos on our knuckles. Liquid dick. Dick. L I K. Have to come up with a clever way of spelling it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be one of those hipsters. We'll have Steamroller come up with a thing. I'm sure he'll let us know tomorrow or Monday whenever he decides to finally grace us with his uh, listening of the of the podcast episode fifty seven. He's gonna gonna get some text now. Maybe maybe. I was a little surprised that he didn't, uh, after last episode, totally shoot us down on our theories on 9 11 So <clears throat> kind of embraced some of that stuff, which I was like, whoa, dude, are we getting in his head? Are we turning this dude? <laughs> <in?" laughs> Maybe he realized that we're not as stupid as he thought, or we're more I mean, smart than he thought. We're more stupider. We're more dumber. Anyway, yeah. not a uh, news hour. <clears throat> Maybe it was one of
0: those things where he Finally got him. It was like These guys are beyond help I'm just not going to try anymore <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> yes, yes. Good Good audience Yes
1: Yes We are dumb Anyway La- Nah dog news hour is brought to you by Liquid Death our favorite beverage We're waiting for a sponsorship um, Man Lots happened diane feinstein died she did, she gone Cricket. she dead. anyway moving on uh, to the next <laughs> bro but for real 90 in the senate like that come on dude picture then, of her in the wheelchair yeah <clears throat> <looked throat> like fucking stephen hawking like yeah. well yeah
0: and then they the, the next day uh feinstein's cause of death revealed Old. old with an E on the end <laughs> <laughs> fucking old
1: that's all you need to know yeah. there we um, go just a picture of her please that will do and mm. we will know we, we're, we're fully aware how she died uh, bro yeah. we, <laughs> we gotta have term limits because it's, it's like might as well just have the, the pharaoh in the senate at this point I've been in here for 4,000 years <laughs> <laughs> the old mumworth yeah <laughs> It's like, dude, <laughs> ridiculous, man. Term limits, man. Four years. And they done. Mm-hmm. Or I mean? at the very least, like an age.
0: Like mandatory retirement.
1: Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. I mean, the government normally has a mandatory retirement age of like 52 or something. 57. 57. Mm. On all the normal on the normal people within the government, it's like fifty seven.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: At least for their like federal like um, law enforcement people and stuff like that is like mandatory age is fifty seven. So, but we can have a ninety year old senator. That has clearly, to be wheeled <laughs> in, bro. If you know gotta be, if on. you gotta be wheeled in to the Senate to vote, and they gotta like lift your hand up to vote for you, like. Bro, no. Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Or
0: like T from the The original captain from Star Trek. Yeah. With the colored lights on his wheelchair. <laughs> I don't remember no, that. I don't know what you're
1: talking about. Well that's I guess I am shoulder yeah <laughs> Yeah, Luke's almost fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Uh, Pretty much in that mandatory him. retirement age. <laughs> lucky
1: bastard. <that> <laughs> yeah. No crap. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Feinstein, she's gone. She gone. And uh, Newsom put somebody else in her place that is another raging lib. So, maga that shit up, boys. Maga, Bug- yeah. uh, So what else was going on oh in the other news uh, Biden joined the union strike the union auto worker strike mm. and picketed with him my son Bo was an auto worker and he and he was on the lines and back then there was he was friends with a guy named Jimmy Jimmy H- H- Hoffa. Hoffa. <laughs> and they were b- both they worked on the Cadillacs <laughs> and they were there and Kennedy was shot. And he looked over and they were sharpening their razor blades. It's
0: <laughs> you, like, dude. You okay. have to go into the whisper mode, too. And
1: back then... I can't do it. I have to do the yell. <laughs> it's the only way I can do it. My son, Bo. My son, Bo, drank liquid death. <laughs> Don't you talk
0: about my son.
1: Listen, look, fat. <laughs> so anyway he jumped out there and struck did the old strike picket lines with him showing solidarity the man with the people put your fist up well and and now uh,
0: Spike Lee would have been proud he, yeah. he's a, he's approving the border wall now oh dude
1: uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was bad when Trump was doing it dude that was racist now, now it's cool <laughs> racist with a capital R dude but now it's cool. He can do it. Yep. You don't understand, man. <clears throat> in other Bidenomics news, he uh, canceled $9 billion in student loan debt. That was nice of him. Cool. I'm glad that he's uh, deciding whose money doesn't have to be paid back. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah, all good.
0: I, I would like some refunds on some shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll just take a federal tax refund, if you guys don't mind, just of $22,000. $22, I'm cool. Yeah, it's cool. it's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. I definitely won't be buying land somewhere else. Should we go pick it? What? Make, pick pick it? it? Yeah, right in front of the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get ours. Oh, did we get chased off there so fast? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, we have to go on social go media s- to be right relevant. to jail. So.
1: Yeah. You guys just go to jail. My son Bo was in jail once. <laughs> he ran the Probably. tears. They called him the heavy on the tears. He had knuckle tattoos back then. Said li- liquid death. Said liquid death. Anyway. Yep. Uh, Biden ex- expedited 20 miles in the new border wall, South Texas. But you know what? Trump you're a racist <laughs> you can't believe you tried doing that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy bastard <clears throat> uh another political news the uh speaker McCarthy getting ousted got ousted right mm-hmm. boom you're gone you passed the government spending bill boom out so who do you think's gonna get put in
0: Another piece of shit. (laughs) He piece shit. (laughs) He (laughs) piece shit. I heard um, Jim Jordan might be one of the nominees for it.
1: He's pretty cool. Used to be a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Used to be a wrestling coach. Ohio State. Uh, Yeah. Not WWF. No, not WWF. Real wrestling. Not wrestling. Or is it called (laughs) WWE or something? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool, but you know what, man? They're all just a bunch of actors and the old actor thing. Mm -hmm. So, Jim, my hat's off to you, but, bud, get out of politics. Watch out for your cornhole. Watch out for your (laughs) cornhole, dude. Yeah, all I got to say to you is, nah, dog. anything else that you guys could think of
0: um I think it was I can't remember if it was right after that uh, McCarthy getting <coughs> the boot uh
1: Pelosi got oh yeah evicted oh. from her office which how did that not happen right after she lost the gavel
0: <laughs> like it's Skeletor man
1: yeah. she's got power. Yeah. you guys got any wine <laughs> I touched some ice cream and wine. <laughs> some dentures. Is she like 82? <laughs> Bro. 90? Did she was in office when Lincoln was in office, 175? I don't know. She was there when Wilkes Booth jumped over the rail and <laughs> shot him in the back of the head, dude. Pelosi was sitting there clapping. <laughs> We're going to drink wine after. And we <laughs> Dill had the wooden
0: dentures. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty much her teeth look like they're made of wood. And her face looks like it's made of melted plastic. Yeah. Huh.
0: And I saw some stuff about, going back to the MAGA MAGA stuff, um, Trump's uh, businesses mm. getting dissolved in New York. saw that today, too. And then That'll they were, be like, trying to... Uh, like, <clears throat> oh, what is it? They're trying to take his assets or
1: something. Like oh, the buildings um, and shit. Like seize him?
0: Something like that. That's Good money.
1: money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. I guess that's cool. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is is there like a legal reason to? Do they say? Because of his. Um, Because of his, oh, racist Like
0: fraud on his, real estate fraud, because he was trying to, um, oh, inflate the value of his properties Mm. for when he was getting loans to buy them or something, but he's already paid off the loans, Hmm. and now they're claiming fraud, like... How could it be fraud if you're inflating the value of it to buy it and then you pay it off Yeah, you with it. interest attached to it? Like,
1: I don't know. All I know is uh, <coughs> everything he does is illegal. Yep. Yeah. His hair is illegal.
0: He's an orange racist. Too. Yes.
1: Okay. Orange so. skin is illegal. And, uh... His really white teeth. Those are illegal too. Look <laughs> at well,
0: blind people while driving.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. All he's got to do is smile. One person is just like looking in a prism, dude. <laughs> They're just going to crash. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man, to see the double standard. But you know what, man? F-mo. f man. F-mo, man. That's all I got to say. As the warrior poet Phil Anselmo said, f them all man. Fuck them all man. (laughs) You guys got any other uh, news for the news hour? I don't think so. Nothing that comes to mind. Basically, um... We're done here. We're done. Uh, 10-4 was a big fat bust. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is the last episode because... uh, We're uh, nom deniers and uh, right-wing conspiracy theorists. Maga, 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 maga. Maga! Maga, maga, maga. We need to turn the maga into like one of those... Oh, like a haka. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: work and no play makes me a maga boy.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Unfortunately... You guys are just right wingers, man. That's all I gotta yep. say. Crazy ass right wingers.
0: You fucking conspiracy throwing around, motherfuckers.
1: I never. I don't. Be- I don't believe any of these things that we talk about. Nope. None of them. I don't either. We just do this to shine light on how stupid people are. That's yeah. true. <laughs> exactly. That's what we do. We <clears throat> just want to make sure that uh. Everybody... For the record. Yeah. For the record, <laughs> there is no record. <laughs> We are sponsored by George Soros. Yes. So. We love George. George for loves disclosure, us. We George love his, Soros. We love his eight. scrotum face. eyes. <laughs> Scrotomized face. Scrotomized under eyes. <laughs> that guy needs to, I don't know, go to like Sephora or something and get some like cream for that. <laughs> He doesn't need it. <laughs> Dude, he needs something, man. He has to look
0: nefarious.
1: Yeah. Okay. The space coat. No, he doesn't wear a space coat. That one picture I sent. That, like that's not thing. that's not Soros. That's uh, uh, Turtle Face. Klaus Schwab. Oh, that was
0: Schwab. That's right.
1: He's yeah. he's a go-to. Yeah. Okay. Soros is the one that's got Oh, yeah, hoodie. yeah, yeah.
0: They're all the same. They all came it's out of probably the same, the same person. They all came out yeah. of the same mold.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the turd mold. <laughs> the wet turd mold. Yeah. Whatever.
0: You're going to have droopy eyes. You're going to have droopy something. It's yeah. going to be fine. Probably look like Dr. Zoidberg when he doesn't have a shell on. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Cross Ribes definitely got a little I'll bet you yeah. I bet you if he took his shirt off, dude, he I bet he's a (laughs) uggo. And there's gotta be a sex tape out there somewhere someone's holding on, dude. Epstein. Oh yeah, it's on Epstein, my bad.
0: There is one.
1: Yeah. But he hung himself, so With a bathrobe, no big deal. Moving on, Mm -hmm.
0: don't hear anything about it anymore, so...
1: Uh, Anyway. Is that all? You guys done with your conspiracy theory for the night? Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's get
0: back to indoctrinating
1: people. Yeah, let's talk about... Maybe wrapping up the old uh, 9-11 conspiracy talk. It's all a conspiracy. It's a giant conspiracy. Now, I will say... Had some interesting conversations last week about episode two, 9-11 episode two that we did, episode 56. Um, Sorry, 9-11 part two, episode 56. Thank you for clarifying. Thank you. Um, Two things. One, I had mentioned that maybe they did some nanothermite or something inside of the fire sprinkler lines or something maybe like that that could have been the uh, explosive that helped bring that baby down, them babies down. And I know Steamroller kind of piped in a little bit saying, you know, not Ugg, but maybe not maybe not a complete hard no. But then I talked to uh, a listener, Lisa, about it. And uh, she mentioned that as an engineer maybe that could maybe possibly be a theory that you could do that on certain floors because you wouldn't have or key floors because you wouldn't have a sprinkler system that was reliant on 110 floors or whatever it was it would be reliant or uh, compartmentalized so that yeah, If, if there's you like need to fan. drain something or you need to fix something. Yeah, or a fire on like the second floor. It's you don't know want sprinklers going off on the 20th floor. Exactly. So, um, But the, the nanothermite stuff. I'm going to talk a little bit about building 7 today, just a little bit. And then um, bring up some of the this, this stuff with Silverstein. And I got that audio clip of him talking about it um <clears throat> i did have an opportunity last week okay so the other thing that was talked about when we were at the gym is it just kind of <clears throat> we're stretching out and some we started talking about 9 and you never know where it's gonna go right because mm. some people are just like you're crazy those were hijacked airplanes that crashed that thing and took them down and jet <clears throat> fuel blah 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 and then other people are like you know they were holograms. I mean, it's, it's yeah. the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody somebody said, like, well, it's it's just so obvious. And we were like, well, what do you mean? Well, obvious that it was not what it was purported to be. It was obvious that it was some kind of a controlled conspiracy. And mm-hmm. I was like,
0: huh. More going on than
1: what. Yeah, yeah. And it, coming from this particular person, <clears throat> I was just like, didn't see it that coming out of that dude's mouth. I kind of expected to hear a little bit more of the, you know, official something man. official narrative coming out of his, you know, out of this particular person. But when he said that, I was like, "Huh, interesting." You just never know what people are really thinking. But I, I have only, I would say that it would like be like split down the middle. But I don't think it's split down the middle anymore. He used to be kind of split down the middle for the first. Five ten years after the terrorist, terrorist deal, after they went down, but it was now it seems like it's more people lean towards conspiracy than you know by official narrative. I was just <clears throat> talking about that last night <clears throat> on that
0: Jim Mars interview that you said, and I was reading the comments obviously, sending send that to you guys, but I read through a bunch of them <clears throat> and it was like. Interesting that he said when it was a first a big thing it was all no this is what happened but like I bet I don't know if you guys went through and read them but I've read
1: not all the comments I, I read some I
0: I I went through every single one of them and like majority of them like probably ninety nine percent were like yeah even though if they don't agree they they would say something else was going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But as as how we said, you know, back in the day, it was like, nope, nobody, nobody mm-hmm. would. Nobody question. question it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But then now, I think everybody's kind of like, yeah, well, I don't know. That is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, and I think for me on the wrap it up portion, I'll just kind of like lay out you know, kind of like we did with Kennedy, like maybe the five or six bullet points that to me were just like, there's no way that this could be anything other than a controlled event. You know, like I mentioned episode or part one, the bag thing, those guys worried about their luggage getting on the aircraft and those things. And I don't know, I got a chance to watch, uh, Uh, It came off of comments on the, uh, not that one, one of the firefighter videos that I watched. In the comments section, somebody mentioned a documentary on uh, YouTube called 9-11 Alchemy. That was in the comments. (laughs) Was it? Okay. So I I went and watched 9-11 Alchemy. Did you watch it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like two and a half hours. It's actually... Pretty good, dude, for being like a homemade style documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good information, but I also don't know if I buy that full narrative. So in nine eleven alchemy, and correct me if I'm wrong. The the vibe is wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you're you're wrong. You're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <clears throat> don't anyway. be rude. My my son, Bo, interrupted me once, and I kicked him in the teeth.
0: Then I went and showered with my granddaughter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's just creepy, but that was perf. Perf. Anyway, um, the overall kind of like summary, it felt like, of 9-11 Alchemy was they're ultimately saying that it was not a controlled th- th- he goes through all of the different theories controlled demolition blah, blah 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 but he really like lays it on i felt like saying that they believed that it was a direct energy weapon mm-hmm. that imploded and took the towers down and that the airplanes were part of Pro- project blue beam that there was an aircraft, a, a white uh, Air Force aircraft that was pro- yeah, a wax plane that was projecting the holograms uh, onto the into the the crashes and stuff that some people saw and that some of the videos didn't catch. Some of the home videos people took did not catch the airplanes. They just caught explosions or and planes without wings. Yes, and the planes. On slow motion replay, the plane's almost like, like a green screen where it kind of like cuts out where the wing would be gone, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it would reappear real quick in the next frame. So he was he was really pushing that narrative about the. Um, you okay? Yep. Fucking back is. Feeling good. It feels good. real good. Ain't nothing but a bitch. Yes. yes. Sounds Carry like on. It give this guy some viking or something. <laughs> yes, please. I'll take it. <laughs> take it I'll take two. <laughs> if it's if it's free, I'll take three. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, what do you guys think on that theory? The direct energy weapon theory, I was like, "Huh, that's really interesting because they pointed out a lot of the the um like the science behind certain things not being burned or like metals that got so hot that they actually like changed into different like the chemical yeah structure the chemical it. yeah it was a, what it, it's um i can't remember. it's basically thing. what alchemy is it's a tra- transmutation yeah so yeah. that these things transmuted into different uh, yeah like the uh that fucking guy uh hutchinson yeah, the Hutchinson effect. Yeah, Yes. Do you remember that guy? Well, that was the Hutchinson effect. Was like the metal bending, well, not breaking, right? It was so like, that dude had a bunch of like old um, equipment from like um,
0: destroyers nom. and shit in his little shed in his house, and he was using like the the microwave frequencies and shit from that, and like. Would be able to levitate and bend metal metal. and
1: make it just come apart or put two different metals together. His videos are fucking wild. Which is the same stuff that Mad Mike, remember in his little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give me a call. (laughs) 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 911. Anyway, but yeah, so, bro, you know what just dawned on me? M- Mad Mike moved to Hawaii. To Maui. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, I bet you he was playing with some crazy machine and started that fire. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> uh, like, burned down the whole island. <laughs> you can call me if you want. Uh, uh. Dude, I'm pretty sure he moved to Maui. Yeah, he did. He, he moved Jamie, Jamie Google that, William. Let's, uh, let's see here. <laughs> but um, yeah, so <laughs> in some of his videos, that's what he was in his stuff. He was talking about weird things were like, like two different types of metals were kind yeah, of not melted together, but
0: like embedded in each other.
1: Yeah. And he was like, there was like, or somebody found the screws that were like embedded into like really, really old rock Holy or something. Shit, there's
0: a Mad Mike's Burgers.
1: <laughs> Flipping Bergs now, dude. Royale with cheese. <laughs> they look pretty royal. <laughs> um, but it, so that that's essentially 9/11 alchemy. That that was the summary that mm-hmm. I got was that they were really pushing the transmutation. It was direct energy weapons. So, do you guys think? What do you think on that theory?
0: I think with the concrete turning to dust midair, that could kind of make sense. Yeah. With
1: a direct energy weapon. Yeah, and, and just like the specific, those specific buildings, those three buildings completely imploding, I could see. Um,
0: but with the directed energy weapon and then... S- Again, those support columns with the sharp yeah. cuts in them. Um, I think I think it could have been a combination of a thermite and
1: the direct energy weapon. I think it's a good theory, but I don't I don't buy it. And the reason why I don't buy the Project Blue Beam and the airplanes were just holograms and this and that is because imagine the timing that that would take right not only that but you're talking like there'd have to be a lot of there would have to be like service members like people in and i guess it doesn't necessarily have to be the air force that we're driving the flying those planes that would be beaming those holograms because the agency has their air branch so it could be those guys but those mm-hmm. are still people you know what I'm saying like that fly those aircraft like normal you would think normal I mean most of the agency gr- ground branch guys are like mm-hmm. dudes that come out of the tier one units and they're just like normal uh, patriotic you know soldiers right mm-hmm. so I don't really see guys like that being like oh yeah we were we were part of that you know, faking these planes crashing into... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's people that would just take a paycheck and do it. I don't think the blue beam
0: aspect of it is too believable.
1: Um, Yeah. I think that the plane crashes were real. mm -hmm. And I think the plane crashes into the building and those explosions were real. Um, And I think that it would be very challenging and a very labor intensive timing to time the di- directed energy weapon at the specific floor at the same time as the hologram unless the hologram itself was a result of the directed energy weapon or something if they had some kind of technology like that where it could be one thing right but you would think that that beam as it was coming across would be zapping everything along the ground you know like some movie sci-fi laser shooting up the mm-hmm. whole you know like Manhattan skyline what was it
0: War of the Worlds yeah the, was it the Tom Cruise one
1: yeah with the the, the lasers like, yeah that
0: you were talking about <laughs> oh when it yeah takes takes the organic material yeah, the it just, yeah
1: so I mean to me I just like I don't see that the blue beam I, don't, I think that that's just too that's no. too much man i no. I think that I think it was very more practical yeah I think it blue beam is gonna be something very very specific like blue beam is probably most of the UFO activity that we see that's it's like a hologram move it and then it's gone because you can move a laser fat like super fast across the skyline bluebeam
0: now is just your phone you just watch videos on your phone you don't have to look up at anything so they can just. Yeah. Put whatever on your film. Yeah, yeah, and you can edit anything. Yeah, deep fake, deep and... fake, all that bullshit. Yeah, I, just... I don't, I don't, <laughs> I can't see blue beam being a realistic thing.
1: No, people talk about blue beam being like they're gonna like use holograms to have like these big giant like two mile wide spaceships that are gonna land over Washington D.C. like Independence Day with Will Smith. It was, it was. And I'm like, dude, no, it, man, like, there's no way. It was
0: supposed to be. When I read way back in the day that Blue Beam was a thing to to start the, you know, one world government. And it was going to, which is kind of funny to think of another movie, but it was to beam out all over the world for every religious culture or whatever. Yeah we we need to all be this and yeah. to get everybody to unite under this one thing yeah and it's similar to uh man of steel the mm. movie when the superman movie when zod comes down and he's everywhere he's in every part of the world at the same time yeah, yeah. but speaking their language mm-hmm. and blah 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 I yeah, and I could up, see uh, something
1: uh. like that maybe. But, the, the, but it, even that it's it, like dude. That
0: wouldn't that doesn't work now. Yeah, that, that, I mean that's an old school uh theory and I, that just doesn't work. It it, it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: the the planes that wouldn't that wouldn't do it either. Well, and the other thing that that I didn't buy about 9/11 alchemy was I didn't buy the um the directed energy weapon. I they exist for sure. Mm -hmm. And we have people in the Pentagon on actual um, press conferences admitting that they were, you know, I mean, within the last several years talking about directed Mm -hmm. energy weapons. Within
0: the last three months.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they for sure are a real deal, but I don't think that they were used then. And also the directed energy, energy weapon theory doesn't make sense to me because of the sideways explosions that are seen on like loose Mm -hmm. change and all the Mm slowdowns that those are the result of a explosion explosion inside on a planned demolition confirmed by firefighters who were there saying multiple explosions after we were in there yes so that's what didn't make sense to me i i did you know i i applaud The two and a half hours that they put together was it was good stuff. It's worth a watch. Nine Eleven Alchemy. Just type it in the YouTube browser. Um, It'll bring up one video. It's two and a half hours long. It's worth the watch. I think it came as part eleven, but it's actually just one long thing. And uh, it's worth a watch. I mean, talks a lot about the Tesla capabilities and you know some of the stuff that Tesla had. developed back in the day that had been kind of stolen from him and then re reissued into the german reich and the third reich talks some i think he talked about some of that stuff in there mm-hmm. and, and then how that came back to us through obviously through paperclip that we know about but yeah i kind of think that that theory is eh, not og no um that jim Mars interview is one that people yes. should listen to that yeah, one's really good. That what's the name of that
0: band? On uh, the dark journalist, dark, dark journalist band. Journalist, that's what it was. It was his band, Jim Mars interview. It was 2015 before Jim Mars died. It was after he died. <laughs> well, he died in 2017. Yeah, I know. I'm just making but, a joke. But that did that just come out? Like. No, I think on the video, I think it said it was five years ago. Oh, okay. That was a good one. That was a... Because he kind of brings everything in and talks about all that shit, too. But that one was really good.
1: If you have an hour... Okay, it's on... It's this one. It's on Rumble. It's called... It's on Rumble. Dark Journalist. The band Jim Mars interview on 9-11 um check it out it's only got i can't believe that it only has 763 thumbs up it mm-hmm. was it was uh put out 10 months ago oh. <clears throat> and it's what two hours long hour I think, 52 i think yeah it's like not not bad but it's great to listen to there's not a lot it, watching it is like eh, whenever i listen to most of it but <clears throat> it's I, really
0: good he gets and i feel like dude she, has yeah, I feel like Off he... Off the top of his head. Yeah. Which like you
1: do. Well, mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to so toot my own horn here, but, you know, yeah, basically. It's a... I'm just going nuclear. <laughs> nuclear on people. Nuclear on... Nuclear on Lajola. Um, I feel like Jim Mars. Really tied things together
2: mm-hmm.
1: no, on the 9/11. To me, that the, everything that he said is spot on to exactly what happened. The and stuff that we kind of initially kind of started talking about, you know, to me, the numbers it it and the connection to from Crowley, the Crowley family to the Bushes, and then the Bushes being happened to be the ones that you know was 1991 mm-hmm. or 1990. 1990 he gives the speech about the new world yeah, order yeah. and then exactly 11 years later his son is the president after a contested election mm-hmm. with Al Gore. Yep. That was um Al Gore actually won mm-hmm. the the popular vote yep. and then uh George got got uh, put in there. But after that then George is the president when 9/11 happens. And looking at the uh, Pauline Prescott Robinson connection to um, Crowley, and then potentially potentially Barbara Bush mm-hmm. being uh, Crowley's daughter, essentially. Yep. That would make uh, George his grandson.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then all of the 9-11 numbers and 77, 175, 93, 11, and all of the overuse of those numbers that day i mean from like the passenger manifestos to the planes to the you know airplane uh serial numbers to flight numbers and Mm -hmm. like all of that stuff to me is just so crazy but jim mars episode that or that interview to me you really wrapped it up talking about how it was just a one big planned event Mm. And that it was all the power players. Yep, all the power power players coming together to ultimately they all gain got, more power.
0: And they all got yeah. chunks of that missing two trillion dollars. Yeah,
1: the big people, mm. the big players did. Uh-huh. Um, and he even mentioned in there they're talking about the flights and you know people not being on the flights or what happened to the people because there was there was some question. I think some uh, flight ninety three. They allegedly landed. landed yep, yeah, yeah, landed in Cleveland, and then um, had had been like a bomb threat on the plane, and then the passengers got offloaded safely, and then it went airborne again, and then everybody's like, "Well, where are all these passengers?" And the, I think the dark journalist guy even said, "Oh, you know, do you think they got paid off?" And he's like, "That's a that's a big ask. Like, how do you keep that quiet? Mm-hmm. Like, you just that's not going to happen." I, I, like- I think all those people on the manifesto's dead yep
0: it, but in that same interview they talk about how that plane shot up to canada
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the canadians had a practice drill of your airspace being invaded so the f-16s got scrambled and they come in and they like oh no this is part of your practice just like shoot what was down. going on yep. on 9-11 and mm-hmm. like they they shoot down the plane like oh yeah we did our thing Mm-hmm. It, but they don't know that there were people on there like, oh, yep. this is just a… Military uh, drill. It's just a… Remote-controlled plane and yeah. take it down. And Yeah. I
1: mean, I imagine that those… I mean, how else would you train a military pilot for like air-to-air combat if you don't actually get to launch a missile at some point at a, another flying mm-hmm. airplane or something, right? Yep. So, yeah, 93 is the one that crashed, supposedly, in Shanksville, and I'm with you guys. I think that the Air Force, whether it be Canadians or somebody else, that thing got, I think, got shot down.
0: Well, and we know that there was a comment made to us yeah. that it was. that the Yeah, somebody took it down and then... Way back. Like, we were told that way back in the
1: day. 03, mm-hmm. 04, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I, I... That's crazy to think about that that was only, like three or four years out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody who worked in the biz said, yeah, it was shot down. Yeah. To us. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I yeah, I think, I don't know if 93 ever landed mm-hmm. and if that'll ever be confirmed, if, I, if 93 ever landed at the um, Cleveland airport.
0: Won't um, ever be confirmed. None yeah. of it will be.
1: No. Yeah. It's like JFK.
0: Mm-hmm. We won't ever know.
1: <laughs> now, the fifth potential plane that was supposed to be hijacked—that was interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. it was supposed to. It was a plane that was going to take off out of Virginia, I think, not Dulles. I think it was out of. Uh... I thought it was
0: LAX, wasn't
1: it? It was no. going to LAX. It was
0: going to yeah. LAX.
1: Okay. but I think it was coming. I think it was taken off out of Virginia, not Dulles, but um, Reagan okay. International which is in Virginia. Okay. Um, so there was a, another plane that had five more Saudi-born hijackers or potential hijackers.
0: That was pretty fucking racist, dude.
1: Or, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> tourists. You know, man. It's <laughs> like... like <laughs> he just, like, mm. had... I don't know. Anyway, so they... There was I can't remember the, the, the ins and outs of that one, but there was some problems. There was five dudes that were of of Arab descent that were in the first class portion mm-hmm. of the cabin. They were they caught them with box cutters or they were in their bags somehow a stewardess or something. were some
0: that were planted in yeah, the in those seat in bags. The seat oh, bags. that's right.
1: Yeah. yeah. And uh There was a bunch of other stuff. They were having some issues with these particular uh, passengers like being disruptive prior to takeoff. And so they grounded the plane and de-boarded the plane because they thought something was suspicious with it. Mm -hmm. And it never took off. And then the passengers were sent, the unruly passengers were sent back to TSA, right? They were sent Mm -hmm. back to the TSA or to um, uh, wherever you... There like was declared. something where they all got... Yeah, you have to go to like... Freaking interview Through de- declare yeah. And the FBI came the FBI out. FBI came, yeah. Yep. Interviewed them, all that stuff. And then they were sent out of the airport. And there was an investigation done by the FBI on these particular dudes. These guys were connected and had been at some of the flight schools as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And were in known circles and all that stuff so what it looks like is that there was a fifth plane that was supposed to be hijacked that got completely uh over like disrupted basically by some mm. switched on flight attendant well yeah. and it's it's just kudos like, to her yeah the uh and they had actually
0: taxied out yeah, yeah they were on but the runway. there was a random yep. thing where there was yep. like 10 planes mm-hmm. and normally it wasn't backed up like yeah. that yeah yeah but The, uh, it, I forgot what I was was going on with that.
1: Continue. Yeah, but. I'll think of it. mm, So we were talking about the, the, well, the thing is that.
0: Oh, oh, that's what it was, is there's, you know, talking about the people that got off the plane and they were interrogated and all that shit, and it's like. So, those people's names were attached to that plane, and oh, these are the people who died, blah, blah, blah. But then there's the same thing on the tourist side where all these people, these tourist names got blasted out and they came out.
1: Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, they still say, we're still alive. Uh, yeah,
0: that, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still here and I wasn't a part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of takes you back to on the passenger side. Where they would be like, well, that's my name, but, and I was supposed to be there, but, I am I'm, I'm alive, mm-hmm. but, and then well, how you're how talking are, about the American passengers, the American passengers. Yeah. That's what I'm could saying. It, it could, could be the, be, the exact yeah. same thing. It could be like, well, I I mean I was told to get off that plane, but they're telling me I'm I'm dead. But I'm I'm here.
1: Or it could be, I mean, you know, common names like could be, yeah. You know, uh, Stan Peterson and Stan Peterson. Well, that actually is supposed to be on that flight. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. You know, there was another Stan Peterson yeah. that was on that flight. Died. Yeah, or Poor yeah, yeah. or they don't. Yeah, or they
0: don't say anything. They're yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But it could be the same thing.
1: You yeah. Know, maybe the,
0: they didn't die, but
1: and that so that that information for the people that are kind of lost right now that came out of the Jim Mars interview. He he mentioned in the interview with the dark journalist that the, some of the hijackers that allegedly died on some of the aircraft, like flight 77 and 11, that they came out later and they were like, uh, Hey, still here. Uh, that's me. You guys said that that's me and that's my picture, but, uh, I wasn't on that plane. Yeah. So kind of weird. And then the other thing was that, that he brought out that I thought was really interesting is that he said that, Oh, Simon, i been hiding. <laughs> Said that was a that good was one. not us. That wasn't yep. me. And uh because I am a Muslim and yeah. I don't lie, yeah, that wasn't us. Yeah. So that he claimed that Osama didn't uh, didn't take credit for it, which was the exact opposite in the mainstream narrative. Which was right afterwards. He's going, you know, I take we take credit for Al Qaeda kind of takes credit. Blah blah blah. And it's like, but the vi- real video of him saying that was released and then ended up getting retracted a short time later.
0: That that whole thing with him is
1: Yeah, and they claimed uh well, at least Jim Mars claimed in the interview that Osama died. He died in
0: 1999. Is when he died.
1: Yeah, that or I did he say 99 or did he say uh 2002? He
0: he was on he was on kidney dialysis I think in 1999. Yeah, he died a kidney. And Yeah. And then it Uh, carried him out. It was just like uh, Benazir Bhutto. She came out when she was the big thing, and on the BBC there's a Mm -hmm. fucking interview that she says that Osama Bin Laden, oh, he's been dead for X amount of years, and the dude at the BBC, wait, wait. Did you say Osama Bin Laden's dead? It's like, yeah, he died years ago, and then she gets assassinated. Mm Mm-hmm. That, was, that the, shit's fucking interesting. Yeah. And then they kept his body on ice.
1: Well, supposedly, yes, that he died and uh, Mars was saying that they kept a hold of his body and they were holding on to it for re-election campaigns, which ironically, according to Jim, right when Barry... Uh, Obama was getting a uh, question about his birth certificate and all that stuff and had to provide the certificate, they provided it then a bunch of people started attacking it saying that that's not real, it's been forged and then boom all of a sudden Red Squadron's going in and canoeing him on the floor in Pakistan mm-hmm. and then throwing his body out into the middle of the Indian Ocean giving him a full Muslim burial it's like wait damn it. why why are we doing that for the guy that was like uh, the World Tr- Trade Center mastermind, yeah, and not where, only that, but yeah. why did we? Why would we go in and shoot him in the face, and not just body snatch that dude and bring him back here for one of the biggest court trials well, to be seen in the world? Want <clears throat> yeah. Didn't want the real story coming out, bro. bro that is a conspiracy. <laughs> theory. It's a right wing conspiracy. Theory.
0: <laughs> you fucking right wing <laughs> right piece. Shit, right-wing
1: <laughs> Nazi lover. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, okay, maybe not Nazi lover, but Hitler lover. <laughs> um, it's yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I, I personally, I found that fifth plane interesting because mm-hmm. I had never heard that before. Yeah, the fifth plane to seven. Yeah, and they were saying that that was uh, Building Seven was a potential target for the fifth plane, or the White House or the Capitol, vice versa. With mm-hmm. ninety-three, would have hit one one target, and then this one would have hit the other. Yeah, um, which I don't know, man. It's interesting. Interesting that it, you know, those targets weren't actually hit. Mm-hmm. Why was it only the Pentagon? West Wing Mm -hmm. that was closed for renovation, right? Mm -hmm. That the people, most of the people were out of and had been evacuated out of. Why was it Trade Center, the two towers, and Building Seven? And then that was it. There was no other American landmarks that were taken off.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know. well, I mean, we have the. I think we have the answers. I think we know. I mean, it'll never be, you know, solved. But we know it won't be. This this little clip right here convinced me. Convinces me that it was a planned demolition exercise. So Larry Silverstein, who helped. On the initial like development of the towers, right? I think That's he was.
0: This is another reason why people should listen to that Jim yeah. one, because he gets deep.
1: On he gets that. real deep, real deep. Law dog it's gets all up about money them guts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. He he had he was a part of the actual development. I think he owned the towers, or he uh, purchased the towers. He he was involved in the development, and then he ended up purchasing the towers later on. I believe is what it was. And then in July of two thousand and one, he took out a massive like insurance, cl- or uh, insurance policy on the World Trade Centers, and there was a clause in there that that if there was a terrorist attack that they would be paid out in full okay so i'll just play this clip real quick this is larry silverstein on pbs talking about the world trade center hold on unmute we're professionals We are professionals. I remember getting a call from the uh, fire department commander telling me that they were not sure they were going to be able to contain the fire. I said, you know, we've had such terrible loss of life. Maybe the smartest thing to do is is pull it. Uh, And they made that decision to pull and then we watched the building collapse.
0: So do (laughs) do, does every high-rise come with a fucking... uh, A little pull tab? Like an emergency demolition? We decide we we don't want it. Let's fucking pull it. Every building comes with that. I decided I don't want it. We're going to pull it.
1: There's no way that you can deny that those buildings were a planned demolition. They are the textbook... Just watching them is a textbook... Fall in your footprint. Fall in your footprint implosion of a 110 story building minimal damage damage obviously to the buildings around but minimal damage to the buildings around structural damage and except for building seven except for building seven (laughs) that thing went down but he said oh we've had an incredible loss of life here so you know what let's just go ahead and just pull it that's a demolition term pull it like take it down and then we watched it, we watched it go down. Well, how did, how was it wired, dude? How did you guys, how did you just how did you know to it's, pull it?
0: Yeah, this is the backup plan for every skyscraper in case we don't want it. Let's just, while we're building, just it, wire it let's and wire build it, it to bring time. it back down. Yeah, I mean, why not?
1: I mean, to me that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. In the event that you needed to in an emergency or something like that, but. How long are those explosives and stuff going to last? Those things were built in the 70s. Mm-hmm. This happened in 2001. It's like 30 years, dude. And the in that
0: interview about the they were trying to figure out a way to get rid of them, but yeah. there was so much asbestos in them, and they're like, well, we don't want asbestos all over in New
1: York. Mm-hmm. It uh, happened anyway. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But I just find, I mean, that, that clip right there should, if you're a <laughs> n- not a head-up-ass person, I mean, that he he's the owner of the buildings, dude. And he got a lot Re- of money replay, for that. Replay, replay. Let's just replay I it. I remember getting a call from the uh, fire department commander telling me that they were not sure they were going to be able to contain the fire. And I said, you know, we've had such terrible loss of life. Maybe the smartest thing to do is, is pull it. Uh, and they made that decision to pull. And then we watched the building collapse. Now, he's taking, now this is being taken out of context because they're, they're talking about Building 7 right mm-hmm. here is what, in the video, that's what's being shown is Building Building 7. But at this point, Building 7 is the last building to go. The other the other towers, one yeah. north and south, were already down. The mm-hmm. news had already reported yeah. that it had
0: fallen, but in the in the news clip it's still in the background.
1: Yeah. yeah it that was the, like BBC one. Yep. Those went down tower or North and South Tower went down at like ten thirty in the morning. And building seven didn't go down until like five o'clock, sometime mm-hmm. around five o'clock Eastern. So they were standing for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was standing for a long time. But they didn't have time to go wire that thing with explosives, you know what I'm saying, while it was mm-hmm. on fire yeah oh just go ahead and pull it no big deal we've already we've already had a and then there was a video I tried to find it but there was a video somebody caught I'd seen a long time ago of a firefighter that was yelling at everybody get back get back get back it's gonna be going down they are pulling pulling it yeah we're pulling it and then somebody's going what like we're pulling it yeah And then... At Building 7. Yeah, started going down. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, to me, like, dude, right there, that is the nail in the coffin. That's the Oswald smoking gun, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. you have Larry Silverstein, the owner, the dude that took out a gigantic insurance policy on these buildings three months before they went down. With a terrorist attack With a clause, yeah. And saying, okay just go ahead and pull it no it's it's no big deal pull it Mm -hmm. and then knowing that listening to that video and then watching the implosion of north and south tower and how they have the Mm -hmm. going on every floor below the collapsing floor is it a planned demolition dude Mm -hmm. both of them were planned yeah.
0: Now you can look up videos all over the internet showing a controlled demolition on big buildings, and it does the exact same thing.
1: Absolutely. So, Building Seven. Uh, do you guys want to talk about anything specific? Proceed. You have anything? I don't think so. Okay. So, Building Seven. Um, I just wanted to kind of mention who was in Building Seven, like the actual tenants. Because to me, the 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 tenants of the building is kind of like, okay, man, like we got some we got some heavy hitters in here.
0: That's the other thing too. On the Trade Center, is it wasn't full occupancy, so they were losing a bunch of money on it
1: too. Yeah, and from the time that they were built, a lot of the New York uh, like residents and the people that were you know other you know companies and whatever down in Manhattan hated the the World Trade Center. They hated them. They thought they were ugly because they were this just Two giant, big square-looking things, you know? Two dongs sticking up. <laughs> and well, they make uh, an 11, so that's cool. They do make an 11. They went down on the 11th. But um, just like I said, those the, a lot of people wanted to see those go down, like Jake was saying, so mm-hmm. just kind of weird. Um, so the... So Building 7, in June 86, construction was completed. Developer Larry Silverstein uh, and Drexel Burnham Lambert, uh, they released the entire 7 uh, for $3 billion over 30 years. Uh, let's talk about some of the companies that were in there. Um, it was... Major tenants were ITT, Hartford Insurance Group, American Express Bank International, Standard or Standard Chartered Bank, and then the SEC, so Securities and Exchange Commission. And then IRS had their office there, Secret Service had an office there, New York City Office of Emergency Management, National Association of Insurance Commissioners, and then the Federal Home Loan Bank of New York, um, Immigration Naturalization Service, and then Department of Defense and CIA had the twenty-fifth, or were there, and then CIA and the IRS were on the twenty-fifth floor. Um, so you got some serious heavy hitters there. Allegedly, there were those specific locations housed the hard documents prior to it burning down and being pulled. By the owner Larry Silverstein, um, allegedly, according to what he said, you know, um,
0: according to
1: his according to his own words, (laughs) sir. Um, But allegedly, inside the building were hard copies and records for the Enron scandal Hmm. and some of the uh, stuff that was going on with the SEC um, insider training stuff. Um, along with the... I can't remember what the other big scandal was besides Enron at the time, late 90s. Uh, But also Watergate documents, things like that from the Watergate scandal, allegedly um, were being housed in there, I think by Secret Service and the IRS.
0: Hmm. Was that the place where say the social security administration what or were they in one of the because i seem to remember a story about i, I want to say it was the social social security administration people were told not to come to work that day do you remember that uh-huh.
1: was that in the in building seven one of the towers or is that building 7
0: uh, I think that was in the towers actually Cause what I, that's what I remember reading is yeah. that there's and then there was uh, on that interview they talk about um, some people in other areas got emails that said don't don't come to Manhattan that day or whatever it was Manhattan yeah mm-hmm. it was? there were people that got emails that said don't come to work or don't come into Manhattan
1: yeah. And, and so Larry Silverstein in another PBS or a longer um, interview that I watched earlier um, in the interview, he was talking about, cause he had an office down there and I think his kids yeah, also he conveniently yeah. didn't show up. Well, he had a doctor's appointment that morning and then conveniently his son and daughter, I think it was, it was his kids essentially um, were told not to come to work, not to come in there. So, eh, you know, no big deal. Just to... everybody just, else is fine. Just an just, irony. Just let me get my, my yeah. Out of there. Uh, and then supposedly, I had heard one point too that there was some stuff that was related to the JFK docs that was being housed in there. In seven. In seven, and potentially that there was some other stuff linked to MK and stuff like that. Some documentation, but that's all. You know, obviously speculation conjecture. But, I don't know, man. That thing, <laughs> that thing was gone, man. That plane burned to the ground. Never took
0: off. Never hit it, so. Well, yeah. let's come up with an idea here. What do we need to do? Uh, they just we already had knew. their backup plan yeah. in place.
1: So, one of the things that came out of the, um, about out of the Jim Mars interview that I thought was super interesting was the connections between the Bushes and the the original agency, the OSS, mm-hmm. and then going into the agency and then other um, big companies, oil companies that were linked to um, some of this stuff, some of the things that were going on with 9-11. But specifically, he mentioned um, Marvin Bush, which is uh, son of George H.W., so brother of...
0: It's w. your cousin, Marvin Bush. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so brother of George W. at the time, the president. And so this dude was the board of directors of Securicom mm. yep. from 93 to 2000. And check this out, dude. So Securicom, security company founded in 87, based out of Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey, um, went public in 97 on the uh, American Stock Exchange, whatever. But check out Securecom's listed clients. Washington Dulles International Airport, Hewlett-Packard, EDS, United Airlines, and the World Trade Center. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Bro, quite a Dulles coincidence. <laughs> Dulles which is where 77 took off right Mm -hmm. the World Trade Center which were attacked by all of this stuff and then United Airlines Hmm. I don't see the
0: connection yeah I don't know it's just some right wing conspiracy theory
1: (sighs) could you draw us a picture yeah (laughs) but that's just super interesting Mm. that those that uh Securicom's connections, their their clients happen to be these companies. And then talking about the box cutters being found in the seat backs of the planes. So that means either those guys brought them on board and then all put them in the seat back, right? There were people at the airport that were. Or there were people at the airport that decided to put those in there for them. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably but hey, you know what? Work there for a day. Like,
1: okay, yeah. Right. But yeah, hey, you know what? The security for United Airlines is being done by Marvin Bush's mm-hmm. company that he's a board of directors on security. Why are
0: we putting these in here? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just put them in there if you want to get your minimum wage.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I think that it's that's super strange coincidence mm-hmm. that it happens to be. Another Bush involved in the security companies that are basically security for three of the main things that were used or got hit or were, you know, catalyst. Three of the
0: main entities involved in it. Mm -hmm. I thought um, Jim Mars did a pretty good job, too, of lining out the Bush and Osama bin Laden family. Connections, connections yeah. in, in the oil business, and yeah, it's like people wow. need to listen to that. Yeah, that's a good fucking
1: interview. That, that's the I think that that was the one that really just kind of like set me over the edge, or you know, pushed It, it just really solidified for me that this was one hundred percent an inside job. One hundred percent. There's no way that you could convince me that a bunch of rando. Saudis were able to come over to the U.S., take flying lessons, then go get in these aircraft and then fly jetliners. Not I'm not talking about a Cessna. I'm talking about like a Boeing seven fifty seven. Like you know, it's probably like driving like a you know a diesel versus driving a Mazda Miata, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, got to, gotta take a little practice backing that thing in. Yeah. Um. And the other thing that was interesting was I heard pilots that were talking about the plane speeds. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about the plane speeds, you know, as they're coming in there and they were hitting those buildings. I mean, they they do look like they're cooking along I and mean, they look like they're moving pretty fast. And so, I mean, we obviously live right here underneath the, the airport landing mm-hmm. runway area, you yeah. know, where they're flying in all the time. Flight path. Uh, flight path. Right Thank you, sir. Um, and I just started after that. I just started looking up and watching the planes as they were coming in for the landings, and just seeing how slow they're going in the sky. And it's just kind of like they're slow, but still yeah, going. Still going at you know one hundred fifty, no, like one hundred fifty or two hundred yeah. miles an hour. But they're not going five hundred miles an hour, which is like thirty thousand foot altitude cruising speed, right? They're like because as they come down, the air density and everything mm-hmm. is shifting so they have to go s- at slower speeds right yeah to not max out those engines that's what those pi- pilots were talking about in some of these um exposé hmm. what is it uh pilots for nine eleven truth or something yeah like yeah, that. yeah and they're saying well hey man they're going way too fast to come in and hit those planes or those those towers and i started thinking about i'm like damn dude yeah they are cooking along like how did they come in that low at those speeds and be able to hit the target. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, you got to think, like, if you're going 500 miles an hour and those buildings are, like, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred feet wide, the face of the building. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have, uh, like, a very slight manipulation of the, of the stick to be able to actually hit that thing or you're going to fly past it or you're going to clip it with just the wing. It's not going to be a dead center hit. Mm-hmm. Like, they got, dude. I mean, those things are like, bam! I mean, they're they're pretty precise. And then you add that into the Pentagon one, it's like, bro, like, dude, that thing was only 77 feet tall? And they were able to fly a... We actually put it out on the text thread um, because Luke had brought up the height of the tail of a Boeing 757 is four stories. It's 44 feet tall. So... Even in, in the interview, Jim Mars was talking about how the, the math doesn't even add up. You mm-hmm. couldn't even, there, you would you would not be able to hit that thing, mm-hmm. the 77 foot building. You couldn't
0: even get it that low to the ground. Yeah,
1: without bottoming out. Yeah. You'd hit the ground.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And uh, yeah. so kudos to Luke.
0: That saved the biggest. <laughs> so smart.
1: My boy's wicked, smart. Liquid dick on the mode. Liquid dicks, liquid smart. Just for that. Oh, shit. Oh, number two for the night. It's a good things. these don't have caffeine, bro. You'd S- never sleep. Slobbing on that knob. I hope it sprays him in the face. That's what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so episode, or sorry, episode. Uh, the Pentagon, Flight 77 plane going that fast and being able to tag that small of a space dude Mm -hmm. there's just no no way dude you would have had to be slowing down like you were going to land it because i've landed at reagan a couple times and you're flying like literally right next to the uh pentagon i mean when you're coming in there and you're like looking over at it going man that's supposedly where this jetliner crashed into but like i think in order to hit it you'd have to be slowed down at a landing speed
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and just when you to be that precise, yeah, to hit absolutely. it, absolutely, yeah. yeah. When you played that video and you paused it, the proportion is like there's no way that that what was on that video, was. the security video that was yeah. showing the worm burner,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's no a, way it's that a that missile, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's no it's a freaking way. Scud missile that was probably a defensive thing that just mm-hmm.
0: and to be able to even be able to get that close with a plane. When there's all these supposed defenses that are everywhere around all that shit.
1: Well, and that that and Jim and Jim Mars brought that up in the either him or or the journalist did, but it was like, you're talking about like the most defended building in the one of the most defended buildings in the United States, the Pentagon. No plane is getting Yeah, and we're able to have four rando dudes from Saudi Arabia come over here take flying lessons, learning how to fly Cessnas and hijack airplanes and then overcome all of the defense (laughs) of the United States government in one day. Matter of hours. And and to me, dude, that is exactly like going off the January 6th thing is the exact same thing. There is no way that those people were able to just overcome all of that on their own. Mm Mm-hmm. Well then the
0: the videos and stuff of them being escorted by the police bro as
1: soon as I saw that one of the of the of the dude the guy uh from the the shaman
0: oh the guy with the hat
1: yeah yeah helmet whatever it was yeah the little Viking helmet thing as soon as you watch those videos that got released of him walking around. And then doing the blessing in the chamber and all that stuff, and everybody's just standing around. Like, all the like all the, Capitol Police are just standing there with him, walking him around. Mm-hmm. There's no threat. There's no anything. As soon as I saw that, I was like, dude, this guy has got to be out of prison, like, in no time. There's no way. That is some major exculpatory mm-hmm. information. Like, those videos right there are, that's that's bad. Yeah. If it's real, that, that's bad. And then he was out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the the whole thing is just totally reminiscent of of that January 6th thing where it was just like, you know, everybody come down here and everybody do this and everybody be prepared. And then it's like everybody's going down for, I thought that they were going down for, like, just a, rant, r- uh, a four rally. Four years. Yeah, no, four. like a rally to, yeah. like, hey, show Congress, hey, don't certify this vote. These are the people, we're down here. And then all of a sudden it turned into – Melee of people like Spider Man crawling across the building and yeah. throwing, f- you know, fire extinguishers and hitting cops in the face. And I'm like, what the hell? Where did this come from, dude? This is not
0: open the barriers. This
1: is not the <laughs> like the normal right wing group, the mm-hmm. conservative group. Most of them are not this way. Most of them are very like pro law enforcement, pro military, pro small government, pro, you know, I mean, it's like. And then all, now all of a sudden they're in there breaking stuff. And dude, it, that it, super weird. Mm-hmm. And then out of that comes all of this other, uh, just a, it's stuff that's very reminiscent of what came out of 9-11, mm-hmm. which was the whole Patriot Act and stuff, which when you just go through and read that, it's like, bro, this has nothing to do with international ter- terrorism. I mean, it does in a way, but it's like, If you're saying that guys from Saudi Arabia came over here and did this, and then we go invade (laughs) Afghanistan and Iraq, why aren't we invading this Saudi Arabia? Because that's where these guys came from. Doesn't make sense. And then on top of that, it's like, (laughs) just.
0: That's because most people just hear. Now you just want to
1: spy on the, all the, all the.
0: It's Middle East.
1: All the people that live here and be able to do, you know, phone, it's like, what? I mean, that makes no sense, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were duped,
0: folks. Like,
1: you don't... You didn't need any of that. You didn't need the Patriot Act for international terrorism. Right? Yeah. They're overseas. Mm-hmm. They're in another country. They're not here. Mm-hmm. And if they are here, it's an international... terror. It's like a... Um, it would fall under, like, the espionage and, you know, national te- security stuff. And they turned it into, like, completely, you know, everything is... Out. Oh, that's national security. It's like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about?
0: JFK, duped. 9-11, duped. COVID, duped. We were all duped, folks. You were duped. 10-4, duped. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Six
1: months.
0: (laughs) I don't know. You got to wait for everything to die down. Yeah, maybe. And then it will this is why we did this.
1: Yeah. I, the timing of the four whole ten-four thing was weird. And then them coming out and saying Putin may be trying to I just do saw, a nuclear test. I just test. saw it today.
0: Successful test. Oh. you saw it today.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I do know the 9-11 thing for me is 100% was not a bunch of random... Saudi terrorist, yeah. terrorist wasn't
0: could not be. We can all agree that those three I just mentioned are all
1: bullshit. Yeah. Well, if you're a NAM denier, you didn't mention anything about NAM there. So what's um, nom? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. NAM? Yeah. Yeah. N A M. NAM. I don't know what that means. Is it a kind of bread? Yeah, Yes. NAM. NAM. NAM.
0: Nom, nom, nom,
1: nom. It means good. N-O-M. Okay, nom, nom. 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 Should we John. So, I don't know. Bullet points for me on the whole thing. You know, firefighters on the ground saying they heard explosions inside the building, multiple explosions. Larry Silverstein on PBS interview saying, we decided to pull the building and then watching... Them pull the building, which was a control, the building seven, a controlled demolition implosion. But right before that, the other two went down in the exact same manner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the jet fuel, no way it got hot enough to melt the core of those buildings. And burn for days. And burn for days. Yep. No way. Um, no way those hijackers got access to these planes and took over these planes without some formal, real training. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm not talking like, oh, I learned to fly a Cessna out at Caldwell Airport. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, you had to actually know how to fly a semi-jumbo jet. Mm
0: Mm-hmm or they thought they did and they just got in there and then the remote It was takeover. remote control, and
1: they're like yeah. Yeah. I still think that those guys were paid they were paid role players. They thought that they were doing role playing activity. Yeah, maybe that's they what it was just a game yeah. or
0: the, you know, war games type
1: yep. of thing. Yep, and, and that's what the, they were supposed to do and then next thing you know, they got freaking those AWACS planes that were flying over yep. to control and they said
0: th- those were seen mm-hmm. that day.
1: Yeah, I could see those being the ones that are actually like flying those planes for them, but I don't see them being beaming holograms. No. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Is yeah. like those guys were the ones controlling the planes remotely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't buy the blue beam thing. Um, the crash sites, specifically Shanksville, specifically Pentagon, no real substantial aircraft wreckage at either of those sites take a look at any real aircraft crash there's always parts parts of a fuselage parts of wings seats, seats. um trash yeah yeah there's <laughs> no it all uh, gets obliterated tail.
0: other than passports yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. that's it's cool forgot
0: about that so
1: yeah um just the entire bush family connection also coming off of the I do think that whoever was doing that, I think that it was the co- consolidation of power for a one world government for that new world order like Bush senior was talking about in two uh, 1990. In you, know, um, you know both of those guys were part of the uh, skull and bones, which is offshoot of the secret societies it comes from. Illuminati and all that other... The, they're all the same mystery schools, man. They're a bunch of
0: shit eaters.
1: You heard it. Uh, you know who really was? Yeah. Aleister Crowley. He ate shit.
0: Mm.
1: He probably had stellar breath. Uh, he, <laughs> he did the wheeze and the juice. <laughs> right from a bunghole, dude. Yeah, when you watched the... Two uh, girls, one cup? Yeah. When you watched the... Oh, <laughs> When you watch the uh, 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 William Ramsey documentary, he talks about old Crowley being a shit eater. And it's mm-hmm. funny, dude, because then you look at like guys like Jimmy Page that are just like all about him and stuff, and you're like, you you like he, people who eat shit? He, he <laughs> <ate> shit. Like, <laughs> Did you like the next time does, gives you power? <laughs> like, like no, the next time that you take.
0: your body's getting rid dude, of shit. <laughs> you
1: take a Los Bados shit oh. in the toilet. <laughs> just a giant, big old honking turd, the dude. Anchor. Look, <laughs> look down at that thing and just think, man, I'd love to eat that. <laughs> like Crowley. Mm. Mm, mm. Like, dude, that tells you all you need to know about the dude. Somebody's eating shit. Literally eating shit. That is really cool. But it's not like it was just like it fell out onto the table and then I ate it. Like, it's coming out of the source (laughs) while eating it. That's what he was doing.
2: Shotsher, motherfucker. (laughs) Mm -mm, Chocolate.
0: Raisins? Maybe olives in it? We don't know.
1: (laughs) Peanuts? Depending on the diet, man. Mediterranean. (laughs)
0: Not before you
1: eat the peanuts out of my shit. (laughs) But anyway, so I don't even know how we got off on that. Thanks, liquid dick. (laughs) That's what I'm here for.
0: Not mine. (laughs) But,
1: yeah, so the connections to the Crowley and that family line coming from Crowley, the New World Order, the ritual, the magic. um, I don't know, man. Dude, it was a consolidation of power. I don't think that it was completely consolidated, obviously, but it's just one more step towards that great works that they keep talking about.
0: Mm -hmm. Everything's behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. But, dude, I mean, I'm trying to think what else. That were the the bullet points. You guys got me off track now. I'm thinking about Poo (laughs) Dung. Man, you know. Anyway. What about you guys? Watch
0: the Jim Mars interview or listen, listen to, to it. it. Sorry, listen to it. You can't watch it, but
1: he can watch it, but you're listening to it at the same time. So yeah. that is a good one. Yeah. What about you guys? What what to wrap it up? Put a bow on it. What was the thing that made it for you? Hmm. On the spot, liquid dick. Yep. Crickets. 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 I don't know. Just... (laughs)
0: The thing. Everything about it is completely shady, like everything else that the government's involved with. Once you realize and watch videos of other buildings being brought down the same way, you're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nope, that was definitely somebody bringing it down. Keeping it as much as they could from... Tipping over. Area. Tipping over. And I know that, what was it, the south tower kind of had the top that came down like this a little bit. But, I mean... It came
1: down in a pretty straight line. It, and-
0: it did. The, first, the The north one, I think, came down straight. And I think because the south tower, the other one hit kind of on he the side. He was high on the south. Like, kind of on the side a little bit. Yeah. So it kind of made it like that when it came down. But it eventually came back down.
1: I, That's just... What's insidious about it, to me, is the fact that if it was all about power and all about money, which is what it seems like, you know, Larry Silverstein got, what, $6 billion? It's something ridiculous. Uh, in insurance off of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thinking about, like, all of the real people that died and that died as a result of, like, breathing in all that garbage, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Dude, yeah, the 3000 is something. Yeah. But the post- The post toll is going to be way more than that. Probably triple that. And
0: that bullshit thing about the people that were at work that day and everybody's like, you know, according to documents and things about Mm -hmm. telling people everything's fine. Stay at work. Stay working. Blah, blah, blah. Big. No. Yeah. But people complied and because that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, I'm at work. I don't want to get in trouble. I want to keep my job. Mm hmm and then you get fucking iced by a yeah. bunch of shit eaters.
1: Yeah. Like to me that 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 stuff is the the most insidious part about it is because like all for control and all for money people are willing to just at the cost of yeah just just don't don't even care. like they just don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Do- <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, there's going to be people in the tower. Whatever. I'm gonna make six bill. I don't care. Yeah. Like to me that that's crazy. If that if that's the motivation and why you did that was just for money and power, like dude, there's a special place in hell for you. It, it's, and hell's coming with me. It,
0: it's <laughs> insane. And
1: when when did he take out that insurance
0: policy on that? Uh,
1: I thought it was um in July. So it wasn't like just a couple of months before. It, was it wasn't very long. July of uh, of two thousand one. I believe it Seems like
0: <clears throat> In any other circumstance where Somebody takes out like say a life insurance policy <laughs> on somebody else And then they happen to die shortly after Doesn't that make that person a suspect in a crime? Mm-hmm. Like well, how is this fucking guy No It does not, do not disrespect the lives that were lost. Mm. This was a terrorist attack. No,
1: my bad. America. So he bought it. Says in, uh, he made 3.2 billion, made a $3.2 billion bid to lease purchase the World Trade Center. He was outbid by thirty billion by a couple different people in the competing market. They withdrew, and then he had fourteen days to renegotiate the bid. It was finalized April twenty-six, two thousand and one, in partnership with Westfield America. Accepted in on July twenty-four, two thousand and one. So he had bought it in July. Um, For how much? Uh, well, it just said that the original bid was three point two bill. And then so he would have doubled that with the $6 billion in insurance. So insurance policies for World Trade Center, Building 1, 2, 4, 5, had a collective face amount of 3.5 bill. After September 11th, uh, Silverstein bought uh, sought to collect double the face amount 7.1 on the basis that the two separate airplane strikes into two separate buildings constituted two occurrences within the meaning of the policies, the insurance companies took the opposite view, went to court based on differences in definition of occurrence and uncertainties over the definition. The court split the insurers into two groups for jury trials on the question of um, the definition of occurrence. Trial resulted in a verdict April 29, 2004 that 10 of the insurers in this group were subject to the one occurrence. Um, and then they were unable to reach a verdict in the other one. But it looked like the total policy payout was capped at $4.57 billion for one, two, four, and five. Um... And then they got into a lawsuit with the Port Authority and stuff like that. Over $102 million base rent. So hmm. I guess I'm wrong about when he took out the insurance policies, but it was purchased by him um, just before. It's all a money game. Yeah. So anyway. You guys got anything else? wrap her up
0: huge boner <laughs> it's gonna be 913 what are you talking <laughs> about boner next to it
1: oh yeah that's Instead of th- so you got three of them yeah. there we go alright well I guess that uh, wraps up our uh, theory on 9-11 which is obviously just our opinions man and uh of none of the stuff that we uh, presented was actual fact it was uh, all hypothetical
0: and watch the jim mars or listen to the jim mars
1: interview yep and he was mars. hypothetical too and dead now and dead. So. so look forward to what we got so to do <laughs> argue with him anymore <laughs> all right well i guess we will wrap it up we'll see you guys next week for another episode but until then be cool Later. Cheers. Later.
2: Later.